This is the Straight Truth Podcast, biblical answers to difficult questions from a Christian worldview. Pastor, we often think about parents and instructing their children. We, we think about them in their younger years, especially, say, you know, birth through high school, and then we, we send them off and we leave them. And we've prepared them for the world. Mm. You know, they've got a good biblical worldview, and, and may the Lord bless them as they go. But um, I think you've got some unique experience, too, and also um, you, I've heard you say many great things about shepherding adult children, your own, your own adult children. Mm. And I wonder if you could speak to that, just enumerate several things that you, that you would advise families and parents um, for when your children go off and maybe they've established uh, families of their own, or maybe mm. they're not quite there yet. What, what, are, what are some certain uh, you know, points and biblical truths you might offer to parents? Yeah, one, it is a real struggle. You hear it often. And, and in a couple of different ways. One is sometimes people come to faith in Christ later in life and their children are already raised and gone. And now how can I have an influence in the life of my child who seems sort of closed off to my Christian faith? And so that's one, one aspect of the struggle. Another is you, some people have children who've rejected their faith. Mm-hmm. So they raise them in their home in a way to love Christ, but the Lord hasn't saved those children. And so now they're out living lifestyles that greatly grieve the hearts of their parents. And mm-hmm. what do we do? How, again, it seems like I meet with a closed door. So what kind of influence can I have there? Another way that we that this struggle becomes real is, is now you have children that have come to faith in Christ as well as you, but you, you still want to see them do well. And so how can I have an influence in their lives to make a contribution, but in a way that doesn't seem to encroach upon their territory as adults? So I, I want to respect them as adults, but I do want to go on having some sort of influence for, for good in the name of Christ. How do I do that? And so I recently, Josh, as you know, I, I taught on that here at the church. Mm-hmm. And so Forgive me, but I'm going to reference a few things here on my phone that I have in terms of notes just to remind myself on some things that I think could be helpful perhaps. One, I've, I've got to be convinced that this is God's plan for us mm-hmm. to, to go on having an influence in, our, in the lives of our children even after they're out of our home. This is a part of God's plan for His people. In Deuteronomy 4, for example, we're, we're taught to teach our children and our children's children, which mm-hmm. speaks of mm-hmm. multi-generational influence. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 17, verse 6 says, "'Grandchildren are the crown of the aged,' and the glory of children is their fathers. And so there is just a reference to the fact of, of grandparents taking great delight in their grandchildren, which speaks of an ongoing relationship with them. The command to honor our parents for a lifetime would involve an ongoing relationship with our mother and our father and their relationship to us. So uh, we see biblical examples of this. Job interceding for his children in the first chapter of Job as they would meet in each other's homes and share time together, he was concerned that they not sin against God, and so he would offer sacrifices on their behalf, intercede on their behalf. So all of that, and the church, I would also mention the church. Older men are to be teaching younger mm-hmm. men, older women teaching younger women. The church is the family of God, which also speaks to what goes on in, in our families at home. So just be convinced this is a part of God's plan for you as a believer, to go on having influence in the lives of your children. Mm-hmm. All right. How do I do that? Well, it actually begins before they leave your home, if at all possible. So, so now I want to talk to people perhaps who still have children at home. We're thinking now long-term, how will you have a relationship, a spiritual, spiritually influential relationship with your children after they leave your home? Well, you're laying the foundation for that right now. Mm-hmm. And there are certain things that we can do now that help with that. 
One of which is we all are genuine in the things that we believe. Nothing will kill your influence with your children long-term faster than hypocrisy. To teach them things you yourself don't believe in practice, to require of them things that you're not willing to do will breed bitterness in their hearts over the long term. So do my children see in, in their mother and I genuineness toward mm-hmm. Christ? Do we really believe these things? Do we live these things? Something else I think that's helpful to that end is a belief, and this is how we said it in our home, no one has a right to do what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're all accountable to the Lord and to each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, even when my children were, were small or younger, I would say, as long as they addressed me as their father, as, as long as there was an appropriate recognition of our differences in role, if I was doing something wrong, my children could point that out. You know, Dad, that's just not right. The way mm-hmm. you spoke to Mom wasn't right yeah. or, you know, whatever the case may be. And if that angered me, then I've got a problem yeah. because, because the, the, the highest calling for all of us is to please the Lord. Well, mm-hmm. if you start that when they're young, that none of us has a right to do what's wrong, mm-hmm. and we love each other too much, uh, to say nothing when we're witnessing things that would destroy each other. Mm. That's another part of this, a right definition of love, which is it's not permissive. Mm-hmm. I love you too much to just do nothing when something's going to destroy your life. Well, if you establish that in their young years, then it's not surprising that you go on doing that as you're all adults. Mm-hmm. You know, To this day, I have four adult children, all married. We all feel that freedom with each other, that if we see something that is potentially destructive, you know, mm-hmm. someone's on a wrong trajectory. We just love each other too much not to mention it. Mm-hmm. And nobody's surprised when someone brings it up or we, we talk about it. I'm not saying we're always, you know, overjoyed with the thought mm-hmm. you have to talk about this, but it's good. And if you can, if you can foster that in these years when they're at home, then that will carry over into their adult years. Also, living life in your family in, in a way that reflects the gospel. So if there's one thing I could change Looking back on my parenting early on, my, my first one, even into my second child versus my third and fourth child, is I think I was much more like the law <laughs> with child one and two mm-hmm. and introduced grace uh, mm-hmm. with children three and four. And, and of course, there's some exaggeration of that. I really mm-hmm. do believe you can't know the gospel and not live it out at some level. So I was never without grace with any of my children. But I do think there was more of an emphasis early on on just keeping the rules versus really aiming at their hearts, with, especially as they got older and I grew in, in the Christian faith, is really understanding to teach them in a way that was gracious, teach them in a way that was encouraging, teach them in a way that built them up. I can actually remember with our first child, my wife and I having a discussion, because he was a stubborn one in those early years, and, and us finally saying, you know what, it just seems like we do nothing but correct him. Mm-hmm. So here's what we're going to aim at. It, it was mm-hmm. pure arbitrary. I mean, this was not like found in the Bible. This mm-hmm. is something we just decided to do, but it was mm-hmm. helpful. We're going to try to say three positive things to him for every one negative thing we say. Mm-hmm. We're, going to, we're going to aim at that. Mm-hmm. Because there, were, there are always things to be thankful for, things to recognize that are good. And so I would say gospel-informed parenting is not just tearing down. It's building up. Mm-hmm. You know, Tear down what's wrong. That needs to be destroyed, but build up what's right and think about ways to do that. So these are, these are things you're doing before they're adults mm. that then carries on into their adulthood. So now very quickly, let's think about how do I do that once they're grown, once mm. they're gone. And what I shared with the church are, are 15 avenues 
for ongoing influence in the lives of your adult children. 15 different ways Mm -hmm. that I can influence them after they're out of my home. And I'm just gonna walk through these, just mention them very quickly. Prayer, Mm -hmm. pray for them. And may the Lord save us from ever getting to the point that we say something like, you mean just pray? No, Mm -hmm. no, that that is truly influential. Mm -hmm. And one of the goals that that I have is every day that I'm still on this side of eternity, I want every one of my loved one's names to be taken by to, to the throne of God's grace by me. I, I want them to know that your name is mentioned every day that you're alive by someone who loves you and is interceding for you. Pray for your children. Let your children know that you pray for them. It's one of the ways you can influence them. Is I just want you to know I've prayed for you today. Sometimes I'll even mention specific things in a text or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's how I've prayed for you today. Mm-hmm. So they'll know someone cares about their soul. And by the way, if I could just backtrack just a bit. One of those foundational things that you you lay down when they're in your home, your children need to know nothing is more valuable to you than their soul. Mm-hmm. Not their financial success, not their educational success, not their athletic success, not their relational success. Like they, you know, you want them to get married, but but what's most important is their soul. Uh, do, do they know the Lord? And so in their adult years, when they hear, you're praying for me, well, that's not a surprise because my soul is what's most important to you. Evangelism. We go on having gospel conversations with our, with our children even after they're grown. If your soul is what's most important to me, then I want to know whether or not you know Christ. Are you sure that you know Jesus? Let's talk about that. Exhortation. Exhorting my adult children in their walk with God. Here's what I see that the Lord is doing in your life that is good. Here's what I recognize in terms of your character that the Lord has produced. Here are some ways that we need to obey the Lord. Are you obeying Him in these areas? Are you, are you faithful with your family and church attendance? Uh, are you reading the scriptures together? These are ways we can exhort our adult children. Encouragement. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of sort of preempted myself there, but I want to be able to, I want them to know I recognize the good things the Lord is doing in their lives. I see those things. So encourage them along the way. Correction. Mm-hmm. I've already mentioned it, but can we go on right. in the right way? correcting each other throughout life. Mm-hmm. As adults, do we, now, now we're the parents, do we get defensive mm. if someone mentions something to us that isn't right? right. Let's say even they've got it wrong. Like I believe I'm, I'm not wrong in mm-hmm. the area that they're mentioning. Do I handle that in a way that right. still makes it easy for you to approach me? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're walking on eggshells if you see something that, that concerns you? Or do, you feel, do I make you feel like you can talk to me about that? Mm-hmm. And one of the ways you'll have an ongoing influence with your children is to, to cultivate in all of our lives an atmosphere that says, you know what, I'm easy to approach. If you have something that concerns you, you come. I'll love you for it. I'll never resent you for it. Because we have the same goal, which is that my life would glorify God. So bring those things to me. Comfort. We're going to go through lots of hard things in life. Come alongside each other. Comfort each other in the pains and the sorrows and the times of loss. Patience. Patience. Sometimes your children are going to be more open to your influence than at other times. Mm. And how you respond in the times when they're not real open to you will either lay a foundation for future influence or will make it more difficult to have future influence. So can I just wait on the Lord, pray for them and trust Him when, when they're not real open to my advice or counsel or concerns? Patience is important. Humility. There's nothing more off-putting than pride. There's nothing more ugly and less influential uh, in my life than if I walk in pride. There's nothing more beautiful and attractive, nothing that encourages openness more. 
in a relationship than humility. So if you want ongoing influence with your children, ask the Lord to make you a humble person. Mm-hmm. The reason why I want influence in your life is not because I have all the answers, but because I love you. Mm-hmm. Not because I, I see everything perfectly. I need you as much as you need me. But we need each other. That's mm-hmm. the point. Mm-hmm. That's why I want the ongoing influence in your life. and want you to have influence in my life. Example, model the things you're wanting to teach your children about even into their adult years. Can they look at you and say, my dad walks in that. My mom walks in that truth. Unconditional love. Now, not as the world envisions it. Not, uh, I won't speak to the things that violate Scripture. I won't say anything about the things that are destroying you. But rather, even knowing you're doing things that are destroying you, I will never let you go. I will never cease to pray for you. I will never cease to want to be involved in your life. I will never cease to speak the truth to you in love. Unconditional love. Assistance. Willing to make yourself available and help them. Mm-hmm. So I hear so many parents, Josh, who talk like, and I just can't wait till my kids are out of my house and now we'll have our mm-hmm. lives back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, you just launched into one of the sweetest times of your life if you're willing to be a part of their lives. Mm-hmm. And so helping each other in very practical ways for a lifetime. There have been times when one of my kids was building a new house and they moved in with us while their house was being built. The house was packed. It was chaotic. But we loved each other through it. Mm -hmm. And there was one time when Jackie and I moved in with one of our kids when we were building our house. And it was the exact same situation. Mm -hmm. Small children, lots of noise that I thought I had graduated from. But it was still a blessed, sweet time. So assistance. Mm -hmm. Mutual respect. Hmm. Don't treat your adult children like they're still in your home. They're Hmm. not. So even if you have concerns to raise or questions to ask, you need to do it in a way that respects. They are now, they've they've moved from being under your authority to being open to your counsel. And those are two different things. They're not under my authority anymore. They're, They're out of my home. So now they're my peer in that sense. They're my friend. Family, but they're my friend. Let me address them that way. Friendship Mm -hmm. is an influential avenue. Just enjoy them. And then finally, trust in God's sovereignty. Mm -hmm. I think maybe the greatest influence we have on our children is is when they are able to see us trust God Mm -hmm. through all the challenges of life. And the older we get, the more the challenges will grow. Financial challenges, health challenges, relational challenges, all sorts of challenges. Do they see in us that our God, we know that our God is good, perfectly loving, absolutely trustworthy, perfectly wise, so that we go to his word and we trust him. We're going to do what he says, even when it's hard. And in all these ways, you can influence your children for a lifetime. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels, so be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.